In the first two episodes of this series, we laid the groundwork for understanding what it means to be your own best friend and explored tools to nurture this inner bond. We've celebrated the art of self-compassion and the rituals that enrich our daily lives. But like any meaningful relationship, our connection with ourselves is multi-layered. So now we're going to reflect on our inner strengths and our weaknesses and incorporate the courage to grow and the grace to accept. You're listening to Changes Big and Small with Damian President. Changes Big and Small will help you take action in your life with intention and purpose. In each episode, I invite you to take action to live the life that you want. In the quiet moments, most of us encounter a voice that speaks, sometimes with the warmth of a friend and other times with the sting of a critic. Actually, for some of us, that voice is relentless. In other cases, it's quieter. And sometimes that changes from day to day, from week to week, depending on what's going on and how we make sense of it. To assess our self-relationship is to listen to that voice with an open heart and a discerning ear. So let's begin this self-assessment by asking ourselves some probing questions. I have four questions for you. One, how do you celebrate your victories? Two, what size of victories do you consider worthy of celebration? Three, when do you acknowledge your progress? And four, how does the way that you treat yourself compare with the enthusiasm and pride that you offer others? Now let's focus on those moments of challenge. When you stumble or have a setback, what does that inner voice say? Is it a coach looking more objectively at what happened to help you make sense of it? Is it evasive or defensive? Or is it a judge delivering a harsh sentence to you? At one point, I had a dysfunctional habit of pretending that people who upset me did not exist. I thought it was fine until I realized that I was also ignoring the parts of myself that I didn't like or being really mean to those parts of myself. I then realized that the way I treated others was really a reflection of my own inner dialogue with myself. And in fact, I spoke even more harshly to myself than I did to others. Can you relate to any of this? And so really, understanding our self-relationship means recognizing the inner dialogues that uplift us, as well as those that pull us down. It's also about discerning the patterns that emerge in how we treat ourselves, both in times of joy and success and the times of stress. So as we peel back the layers, let's do so with kindness. The same as you would if you were being there for a close friend that you're getting to know even better. Let's start by identifying our strengths. I'm starting here because I know that many of you, like me, are really good at cataloging your weaknesses, but struggle to identify your strengths. I assure you that you have. It's a matter of recognizing them. Your strengths are the aspects of yourself that you can rely on. The traits that we can celebrate and draw upon in times of need. Consider the resilience you've shown in the face of adversity. Think about the times you've bounced back, that inner fortitude that got you through. That resilience is a testament to one of your strengths. Now, reflect on your capacity for joy, awe, and wonder. Your ability to savor life's pleasures. When was the last time you laughed, felt genuine contentment, appreciated a simple pleasure? These moments are indicators of a strength that often goes unnoticed. 
the strength to embrace and generate joy. If you need some help with this, go and listen to episode 146 of the podcast. Next, ponder the love and care you extend to those around you. This compassion is not a one-way street. It actually shows you the ability you have to care for yourself. You may be out of practice, many of us are, but you do have this capacity, this ability. And it is a strength that nurtures both your own soul and the soul of others. And let's not forget the wisdom you've gained from each experience, each decision, and each reflection you've gone through. This wisdom guides you and shapes your journey. In episode 148, I talked to Catherine Andrews about intuition, which may be one of your strengths. Now, each of these strengths is a building block of a robust self-relationship. They are the qualities that make you uniquely you, and they are worth recognizing and cherishing. So as you move through your days, take time to acknowledge and appreciate these strengths, and make sure that you use them to build an even stronger friendship with yourself. So once we've looked at strengths, we also need to look at the other side of the coin and encounter our weaknesses. Now, I want to make the distinction that sometimes we look at weaknesses as failings, and this is not what I want to do here. But really, I want to highlight them as areas where we may want to pay more attention or areas we may even just want to be aware of. Perhaps you've noticed a tendency towards self-criticism, for example, a voice that's quick to point out your flaws. Recognize that this is a chance to cultivate a gentler, more forgiving inner dialogue. Or maybe you've struggled with self-care, often putting others' needs before your own. This is an invitation to set boundaries, to prioritize your own well-being. Consider, too, the difficulty you have in expressing your needs or standing up for your own space. These moments are opportunities to assert your worth and to practice self-advocacy. They could even be an opportunity to be vulnerable and to not judge your vulnerability. As we examine these weaknesses, as we become aware of them, as we notice them, we can learn not to berate ourselves, but to show up for ourselves with understanding and patience. Maybe what you really want to hear is, I see all of you and I love you. And I have that little word anyway, I love you anyway. But really, is that unconditionalness of that sentence that we're looking for. I see all of you and I'm not going anywhere. Are you able to say this to yourself with genuine care and affection? Now, you might be tempted to weigh your strengths and your weaknesses against each other to kind of balance the scales, if you will. And this can be another opportunity for you to hurt yourself. Resist the temptation, but instead focus on making your strengths even stronger. Think about how they can help you with some of your weaker areas. Your strengths are counterweights to your weaknesses. And you don't have to be perfect. I think this bears repeating. Don't strive to be perfect. Instead, understand that your weaknesses do not define you. And you also build them in some way to help yourself, to protect yourself. They were serving you in some way. So as you get stronger, you might find that some of those things that have been serving you, some of those weaknesses that have been serving you, you no longer need them. And automatically, they're going to change you. Really, by applying the wisdom gained from our strengths, we can gently deepen our relationship with ourselves. So don't worry about balancing the scales. Just activate your strengths to keep showing up for yourself as a best friend would, and you will see how it empowers you to live the life that you want. 
So my invitation to you at this moment is to reflect on the balance of your self-talk. Is there some harmony between encouragement and accountability? Or are you more skewed towards one or the other? Does your self-dialogue propel you forward? Or does it keep you stuck or hold you back? As we proceed, remember this isn't about casting judgment on ourselves. It's about cultivating awareness and paving the way for growth. Because no growth happens without self-acceptance. And self-acceptance really starts with knowing exactly where we are. This week's listener question is, how can I better recognize when I'm not treating myself with kindness? And what should my first step be to change that? Okay, well, one key to recognizing when you're not treating yourself with kindness is to notice your emotional response. Are you feeling more stressed or more anxious? Or are you down more than usual? This could all be signs of self-critical behavior. The first step is to notice this, right? So when you catch yourself being unkind, pause, take a few deep breaths and ask, would I say this to somebody that I love? And then you can reframe that thought in a compassionate way as if you're talking to a dear friend. If you were talking to somebody that you love, what would you say? Try saying that to yourself. This will help shift your perspective and will also help foster a gentler approach to yourself If you have a question, you can reach out and ask it by emailing contact at changesbigandsmall.com. So once again, let's look at some actionable steps to use our strengths in our self-relationship. I have five ideas of practices that you can integrate into your life. Remember, these are never prescriptive. These are always invitations for you to take what would benefit you and to come up with alternatives wherever you want. So number one is acknowledge and note. Each morning you can write down one strength and how you can use it in an area that you feel challenged. This sets the tone for you to be mindful and aware throughout the day. Affirmations and counteractions. For every self-critical thought that arises, come up with five examples of how you're using your strengths. Self-care scheduling. Block out time in your calendar for self-care whether it's 15 minutes or an hour, and treat this time as non-negotiable. Boundary setting exercise. Practice saying no to small things that don't align with your well-being, and this will help you build a muscle for bigger no's, for larger boundaries. And have a ritual to celebrate yourself. At the end of each week, celebrate your victories. I did a training recently with Jen Kotlib, and she talks about writing your badass list, the list of things that you've done that makes you a badass. For example, you could create one of those each week. So remember that the journey of self-relationship is ongoing and it's ever-evolving. Embrace the strengths that light your path and approach your weaknesses with compassion. As you engage these concepts in your own life, share with me on Instagram how you've used your strengths to deepen your relationship with yourself. Let me know the steps you've taken to celebrate your victories, big and small, and how you've set boundaries to honor your well-being. You can always reach me at contact at changesbigandsmall.com or changesbigandsmall on Instagram. In the next episode, we'll delve into what wellness means for each of us, how we can define it for ourselves, and the ways we can actively pursue it. Until next time, take good care of yourself. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please help me share it with more people by leaving a review. If you have a question or if you want to be a guest on the show, reach me at contact at changesbigandsmall.com. Remember, change begins with one small step. Have a great week.